Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. As promised, if not at the time promised, today's episode is a ton of UBI news, along with some RCV sprinkled in for good measure. Let's dig in. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. Starting with the largest scale and moving down, our first piece is that a task force from the Think20, which is the think tank that advises the G20, has put together a report urging the G20 to spearhead the establishment of a global citizenship income under the UN. They envision a global UBI starting small and growing, funded by coordinated wealth taxes, financial transaction taxes, and carbon taxes. They estimate that poverty in low-income countries, a population of roughly 2.7 billion, could be significantly reduced by a UBI of just $60 a month. I'm not sure the wealth taxes are practical, but transaction taxes seem fine and carbon taxes are, of course, fantastic when paired with UBI. I would love to see this happen. That said, richer countries like the U.S. would still need their own UBI at a much higher rate. You can find more details in the thread or the report in the links. Next up, Japan's new prime minister, Fumio Kishida, has called for more aggressive distribution of wealth to the lower and middle class, including possible cash aid for certain groups hurt by COVID. The conditions on eligibility show there's a lot of room for improvement, but it's good that it would be cash with no spending conditions. Fumio has the right mindset as well. He said that if lower-income people have more cash in their pockets, it will stimulate consumer spending. Last year, the Japanese government distributed $1,000 of relief checks to every resident. Back in the U.S., Brian Johnson, leader of the largest LBGTQ civil rights organization in Illinois, recently released his new book, Our Fair Share, How One Small Change Can Create a More Equitable American Economy. In it, he lays out his simple plan to reduce inequality, and it's a little something called UBI. Specifically, Johnson calls for businesses to pay 5% of their profits to fund an annual citizen's dividend of $570 to every American. His reasoning is grounded in the common assets philosophy, the idea that business depends on commonly held assets of civilization, such as infrastructure, laws, etc., and so some of the profit should be returned to the public. Essentially the same concept as taxes, but giving the money to citizens instead of the government. He sees this as a supplement to a larger UBI derived by other means. Basically, this is just an idea for partial funding of a UBI. I'm not sure how well it would work. It would produce plenty of revenue, no doubt, but not fairly, per se. Companies like Amazon don't have profit, or rather they shunt their profit to executives via stock, so it wouldn't be falling evenly on all companies. A VAT might work better. In more concrete events, Shreveport's guaranteed income pilot is finally moving forward. After a long wait, the city passed a resolution in support of the program, which will now receive $500,000 from Mayors for Guaranteed Income and $450,000 in matching funds from the city's portion of the American Rescue Plan. Still no date on when the $600 checks will begin going out to the 120 low-income single parents targeted by the pilot. 
In noteworthy advocate news, I'm not sure if she was converted by Elon Musk or always a fan, but Musk's now ex-girlfriend and artist, Grimes, says she's interested in decentralized UBI via cryptocurrency and gaming. Sounds like she should check out and promote the recently launched UBI crypto by Proof of Humanity and Good Dollar. And of course, join the Yang Gang. She's got a big following, toss her an invite. Quick reminder that Stanford's Basic Income Lab has one of the best UBI guides out there, which breaks down the benefits and objections by category and provides research and arguments for each. Some may surprise you, like how it could improve democracy by giving people more time to be informed and vote, as well as encouragement to vote, similar to how Social Security made seniors a much more powerful voting bloc. If you aren't familiar, check it out and bookmark it at the link below. In the world of ranked choice voting, it appears that the forward party has given their first marching orders. RCV is going to be on the ballot in Ann Arbor, Michigan, November 2nd, and they're in need of volunteers to help inform voters via canvassing, phone banking, and more. Go to rankmivote.com, linked below, to earn more and sign up. Philadelphia's city council also just passed a resolution to consider using ranked choice voting for municipal elections and will proceed with public hearings to discuss the switch. If you're in Philly, contact the city council and make your voice heard. Finally, the Forward Party Twitter account also had a great idea. They asked the CEO of Twitter to implement RCV polls on the platform to help normalize the voting method. If you agree, tweet your support at Jack or at Twitter, and do the same for Facebook and any other social media platforms that use polls. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the global income proposal, Johnson's Citizens Dividend, Grimes Advocating UBI, the Stanford UBI Guide, Michigan and Philly's RCV efforts, and RCV polls for social media, flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way, and don't forget to Yang Daily.